It's truly a blessing to be able to be gifted to see yet another day because you do know every day is a gift, a gift from God. My question to you is, what are you doing with this gift? Are you being intentional? Are you cherishing it? Are you experiencing his presence at his full capacity? And let me just tell you, I ask myself the same thing. And when I ask if you're using it at its full capacity, I'm asking, are you taking full advantage of your day? The gift that only God could give. Look how we try to use our devices at its full capacities. We use it to check emails, text messages, FaceTime calling, audio calling. And I mean, like for real, what is audio calling? For me, it's just calling on a speakerphone that I didn't want. <laughs> like, uh, Apple, come on. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, we take pictures, we make videos, we're making movies, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> that a lot of y'all is making special movies with these devices. <laughs> we're staying connected via social media because of businesses, you know, recording, and everything else in between. And there is always some new tips on how to use our phone better. Some we never even knew of. Well, if we're doing that with our devices, which at some point was a gift and still is, because I don't know about you, but my phone is still a good gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> then my question is, how are you using your day truly? Like, what are you doing with your days? How are you experiencing or treating this gift that God gave us? How are we doing so? Are we doing so with an ungrateful attitude, with a mundane approach? Or are we on the path of figuring it out? Me, this year, I'm striving towards the path of figuring it out with God in front of me. <laughs> I hope you begin to get on that path of figuring it out too. Don't waste a day. Don't waste his gift with being unappreciative for that longest workday at that job that you barely like. I know, I get it, but don't waste it. <laughs> don't waste this gift by being so wrapped up in everything that needs to be done that you forget to need him and seek him and be present in his presence. You know, <laughs> when you are present in his presence, you receive even more gifts. Believe me, if you're anything like me, your girl loves gifts now. <laughs> That's one of my high-scoring love languages, by the way. <laughs> I know y'all didn't ask, but I'm telling you. Sidebar, go take the love language test for all my singles, those in relationships, and married folks too. Yes, y'all too. Go learn and know thyself. You may end up being surprised. <laughs> And for those who are also wondering, quality time and receiving gifts are weighed equally on my results. 
What a coincidence. But not really. Not for me. <laughs> no coincidences over here. Only intentionality. That's what I'm nurturing. That's what I'm brewing. I value and need both quality time and the receiving of gifts, but not at the expense of not receiving the other love languages as well. It's just that I need these a little bit more. And you know why? Not only because that's what my scoring said on the love language test. No. Mm -mm. It's because my Heavenly Father gives me just that. Spending quality time with Him and receiving gifts from Him is what I ultimately yearn for. You see, when you spend that quality time with Him, you receive so much more. So many gifts. So many mm, mm, moments and feels. And let me tell you something. Practice your love language on yourself first. Okay? Your love languages aren't just for your significant other. It's for you, most importantly. I buy my own self flowers because I really do love flowers. I now buy them for my classroom because I'm planting and growing that love for nature within my own students at an early age, you know? So future husband, are you listening? I hope so. I pray that you are. I pray that you're hearing my voice and you go ahead and take notes, honey. <laughs> and I promise you that whatever you give, you will receive. And in all actuality, I will multiply it. Because that's the type of God that I serve. You see, he's into multiplying, okay? Look, you give the right woman a seed, she gives you babies. <laughs> I'm good for you, good to you, and everything and everybody connected to you. And again, that's only because of my Lord and Savior. Okay. <laughs> so good, people. My prayer and intention for this year is that we all, yes, all of us, become better at tapping into God just as often as we do with our devices. You know, tap, tap, tap in. <laughs> but for real, I don't know about y'all, but if 2020 taught me anything... <laughs> It has taught me that fears are real, but so is God. It also has taught me that I need Jesus and that I need him a lot. And I'm all right with that. Mm. Well, I'm striving to be okay with that. I'm better at being okay with it now than I was before. You know, if I have to take him daily as prescribed, I'll take that one. <laughs> And if I happen to miss a couple days, Lord, please give your girl some grace. I'm striving, okay? Truth be told, y'all, I'm striving to be better. I'm striving to be better at it because, you see, I don't like the fact that I was made to be needy. Can I be honest with y'all? I would like to say that I'm not a needy person, like it's some type of badge of honor, you know? But that's not true. We're all needy. I appreciate, but not as much as I should, the fact that God made us to be individuals that are in need. You see, we live in a world that glamorizes the life of independence. 
You know, we independent. We don't need no help. We going to get it. We go get us. We hustle. We motivate. We, we grind. We got it type attitude. But in all actuality, God didn't design us to do life without help. Therefore, we all are in need and are needy. You see, in Genesis 2.18, after God created the heavens and the earth and Adam, he looked and said, yo, homie, <laughs> it's not good for me to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for you. Too often, y'all, too often we try to find a suitable helper for our, our own needs. But it really doesn't work that way. Not until we allow God to send a suitable helper in the areas that we need help in. You feel me? I mean, come on. How many of us truly and really know what we need help in? Or even if we do, right? Even if we do, even if we know the areas that we may need help in, can we rely on our own selves to bring forth that help that we need in that area? Not really. God supplies our every need. That is, if you let him, if you allow him, and we allow a lot of things, yo. You know, that's another question for another time. But just know, you got to allow them. It kind of reminds me of going to the doctors. I know that I don't feel good, so I make an appointment. The doctors then can diagnose and prescribe whatever medicine I may need in order to help me get better. We need each other. Point blank, period. You see, I've been reading a devotional by Bishop T.D. Jakes. And let me tell you, that's my, like, that's my uncle at this point. Like, <laughs> I need his word in my life. I'm reading a devotional called Woman Thou Art Healed and Whole. Um, it's a 90-day devotional. I literally got it for free on Apple Books. I'm sure it's probably like a dollar or $3.99 on Apple Books if you want to um, purchase it to any of my ladies or any of my male listeners, go purchase it for your mom, your sister, your lady friend, whoever, purchase it. In this book, he reminds us that we must pray and ask God to send us the right people, the right group, the right therapist, and everything else, because he knows what we need. Not Bishop T.D. Jakes, but God. Remember, iron sharpens iron, and we can't conquer this thing, this life alone. We're not supposed to. Don't look for perfection because it's only a setup for instant disappointment. And let me be the first to tell you, okay? Only God, only God, the wonderful counselor fits that role. But one thing about him, he does speak to others and he uses them to help. Like Bishop Jake said, God used him to remind us that the very words of life and healing that you may need it might just be in the voice of another. So recognize it. Open up and ask the Lord for guidance. Guidance to find the right people. And most of all, trust his process. And if his process is leading you to go seek therapy, let me, yet again, be the first one to say or yell, go get you some and keep getting it. <laughs> Keep getting it until God leads you otherwise. Don't let therapy be a one-stop shop, a hit-it-and-forget-it type ordeal. No. Mm-mm. It don't work like that. And be patient with yourself. Be patient with your healing. Be patient. Be kind. And you know what? Because that 
year that we had, to be honest, on top of the years of slavery, the years of trauma and years of anything else, we all are in need of some type of therapy. And don't use your friends and family who is seeking therapy themselves as a replacement for your own therapy because they're trying to figure it out too. And it's not fair. Like, (laughs) it's just not fair. Like, don't do it. We don't like that. I know I don't. Like, don't do that. We're here to help, but not in that way. Like, still go get your help, okay? So like I said before, I'm still striving to be okay. To be okay that I'm needy. You know, I'm okay that I need God every day, but to need others is what I grapple with. So now since I know that I have difficulties being in need, my prayer is that the Lord himself bring about suitable helpers for me. Since again, we're all in need. Okay. So that's my intentions. Well, one of them for this year to strive to strive in all things, to strive even when discomfort approaches me, when fear surfaces, uncertainty, just striving to receive, honestly, because I don't know about you, but I have difficulties with receiving. And I guess that goes back to my difficulties of being needy. (laughs) Striving to invest And not just momentarily, but to invest in all things that are good to me for the long run, you know? Everything and everyone attached to me as well and my community, you know, to invest in things that will nurture my mind, my body, my soul, and my spirit. Striving to aspire, honestly. And if I'm being hot, I really just want to aspire to inspire before I expire, that may be my ultimate intention right now, to allow myself to be great, to feel great so that I can inspire. And we all can inspire. So don't ever think you can't. No, you can. Just be willing. So what's your intentions for this year? Don't be shy. Let me know. And even if you are shy, it's okay. Let me know. Speak life into your intentions. Manifest it. Pray and meditate on them. Get before God and receive it, y'all. Remember, Jeremiah 29 verses 11 through 13 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then, You will call on me and come and pray to me. And when I listen to you, you will seek me and find me with your whole heart. Okay? Get with him. That's like one of my favorite scriptures. And I have a lot of favorite scriptures. Get with him. I promise he's good. Even in spite of your difficulties, your suffering, your pain, he is still good. And I'm only speaking from personal experience. I can't tell you, you know, somebody else's experience. I can only tell you what I experienced. And my experiences with God has been truly life-changing. He's, he's, he's really like no other. He's really good. You got to be willing to experience them. With experiences come revelation. That is, if you're willing to learn and pay attention and receive it. 
Let your experiences evolve you. Let God renew and transform them all. He's a beast at what he do. Don't sleep on him. Moving along, good people. <laughs> I'm back at you live from the 215, okay? <laughs> but seriously, what's up, what's up, what's up? What's up with you? I used to get real agitated when my favorite podcasters would go MIA, right? <laughs> like one of my personal favorite podcasters is um, Black Girl Podcast. And I started listening to them like 2017, 2018. I would be hurt, <laughs> hurt when they didn't release content weekly or took months hiatuses. I used to be like, come on y'all but now I too understand (laughs) I totally get it I didn't put into account that me Ariel your girl A she takes regular hiatuses from many things okay I'm very intentional and quick to be like "Um, hold up I need a break I need a cleansing I need to be restabilized But with a newly podcast platform, mm, sis, we can't just up and lead the people. (laughs) Well, not like how I did. At least tell them you'll be back. I mean, wouldn't you like for your face to do that? A little heads up? I mean, I would. I I really would. And I'm sorry, good people. I'm going to strive to do better. Okay, pray for your girl, seriously. And I don't mean that, oh, I pray for you type, no. (laughs) Just to say, "Mm -mm." I actually need your prayers. And I want your prayers as I will be praying for you, you know? I be needing breaks. And I'm not one to bring you something, especially if my spirit isn't aligned and is off. I'm not here to fraud and be something just to make sure that we have weekly content. Mm-mm. When I give you myself, I want to give and bring forth my most authentic self there is. So yeah, sometimes I be needing breaks, especially when life demands. But I promise, I promise to always bring forth my authentic and good self to you. So, I guess this episode has been all about setting our intentions, reintroducing your lovely host, who happens to be me, (laughs) okay? So, Happy New Year, good people. In case you're new to the podcast, I'm Ariel. I'm a real good John from Philly. I'm single and ready to mingle. I mean, is that the catchphrase they sing nowadays anyway? I mean, I say I'm ready to mingle, but your girl is actually really busy in real life. (laughs) So if you are trying to mingle with me, you gotta be worth my time and you gotta get in where you fit in at. (laughs) And if you ain't feeling where you fit in, then do more. You gotta be worth my while and my time, and my energy, because energy is currency, okay? Time is money, and we all trying to attain better. At least I hope we all are, you know? I hope that's one of our growth goals. 
to be better. But I'm a lover of many things. But most of all, I'm a lover of Christ. Because one thing about me, honey, (laughs) I'm going to tell you how good the Lord is, okay? I got to tell you about him. I'm a child of God. I'm a daughter, a sister, an aunt, a friend, and I teach. I love to talk (laughs) when I'm in the mood and mainly to those who I love talking to, you know, because I teach, I am constantly talking all day. So I actually do be tired of talking. I do. But unfortunately, no matter where I go or where I'm at, I'm always finding myself having to talk. I can be in the market, y'all, with my mask on, hat down low, not really trying to make eye contact with nobody kids or nobody, period. <laughs> and somehow, some way, somebody will start talking. Even when I don't feel like talking, I always lead with kindness because it costs nothing. I'm a kind person, a very loyal and thoughtful person as well. I'm a great person, actually. You know, I'm perfect in my own way. And just like I hope you know, you're perfect in your own way. Not what society deems perfect, but like how God designed you perfect, you know, and progressing, you know. Let me tell you, there's nothing wrong with admitting or seeing your greatness. You need to allow it to fuel you. Don't let fear keep you from seeing and knowing the greatness that God placed within you. Tap into it, okay? You know, if I had to describe parts of A, I'll say I'm nasty but good for you. (laughs) And when I say nasty, I'm talking about some of my references, you know, like what I may reference and compare in connection to God and my own understanding him deeper. You know, not on a surface level. I like it deep. Which you know, God does do his best work out in the deep. Don't like deepness on a surface level. Mm -mm. Don't like it on a surface level so much that you refuse deepness when God calls you to it. It's just how my brain works, honestly. How about you? You nasty too? (laughs) Don't front. I know a lot of y'all are, okay? I know. It's okay. I'll I'll be the first one to say. I'll admit it for all of us for now. <laughs> I know some of my church folks and older audience may be like, oh, no, mm-mm, you can't be nasty and good and talk about God. Uh-uh. <laughs> but why can't you, though? Who says we can't? Because that's me. And God made me, so here I am. A little nasty, child of God, kind, loyal, funny, and everything else that I am and becoming. Good Food, Good People podcast is here to bring you goodness, to promote and provoke thought. And sometimes that goodness is mixed in with some surface nastiness, you know? My little innuendos that that we all love to laugh at. Or make occasionally. Or even understand. But you know, it's still overall good. So don't front. Like I said. (laughs) Good food, good people will nourish you. Okay? Mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. 
everything is pointing back to God over here, okay? Even his chosen therapy for you, which is needed, y'all. Like I said before, go get you some. Don't get caught up doing the emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical work on others, you know, projecting that you forget to do your own required work because we all have required work that we must do. So be intentional. Remain intentional. Always come back to it. Good food, good people going to bring you some series, going to bring you some good and special guests that are good to you and for you, as well as dive into our sensualities, being believers of Christ. You can't be both. You can't be sexy and spiritual. (laughs) Yes, you can. I'm here to tell you and witness to you as uncomfortable as that may be for you and me. (laughs) I feel exposed, y'all, but not my will. So I'm going to go ahead and let God will be done by any means necessary. So hopefully it helps and reaches someone. Hopefully. So journey with me on my journey of celibacy and rediscovering the things that I love, but on a more deeper level, on a spiritual level. I'm a firm believer If I can enjoy something on a surface level, I can indeed find enjoyment or at least the understanding on a deeper and more self-intimate level as well. For me, it's all about allowing yourself to find the need, enjoyment, if that comes, and a new perspective on why you thought you loved what you loved before or why you did the things or respond to things a certain way back then versus now. You know, as we grow, we should do so with much intentions and directions with God. We should mature. Some people, they just grow up. They never grow better. You know, it's one of my favorite passages. Like I told you, I got a couple, a lot. But God speaks about transforming the ways, our ways and our thoughts. You know, in 1 Corinthians 13, he said, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I even reasoned like a child. But when I became a man or a woman, I put ways of childhood behind me. So, yeah, I guess I'm putting my childish definitions and reasons behind me. And I'm now working and allowing God to transform every part of me. And it's a little scary, (laughs) y'all. I be a little nervous. Um, I be feeling the fear, but feel the fear and do it afraid, okay? As for me, you know, allowing him to transform me, it has been directly within my celibacy walk. If I'm honest, I didn't want to walk this walk. Mm -mm, I was good. So I thought, you see, God called me to it for a while. (laughs) And for a while, I did not answer his call. I kept ignoring it. I kept diluting it. I kept acting as if somehow it would go away because I didn't want it. I didn't want to do this. But like my post-it note reminds me daily, right on the frame of my door, 
not my will, but let your will be done. You know, as you become greater, make me less. As I read it daily, I begin to slowly answer his call. <laughs> it took me to get away by myself for three days at the end of 2020. Something my ex used to tell me, he used to be like, um, yo, hey, you need to get away. You, you need to be by yourself and just like sit with you. And I'd be like, whatever, whatever. I ain't, you know, you know, we don't want to hear something from somebody. It don't matter if they got something good to say. You just be like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. But you know what? I finally did. I'm glad I did. I booked a three-night stay at a hotel not too far from home. And I sat with me and I ushered in God's presence. I actually begged for God to meet me there because I was desperate. You know, I was in need. I didn't know what I was in need of. I just knew I was in need. I needed him to meet me there, to speak to me, to guide me. Because honestly, on my way there, I was so afraid. <laughs> I was so afraid to be by myself yet again, unknowingly. But what I forgot was that I was never by myself. And as I traveled to the hotel, I noticed a vehicle in front of me right before my turn. And I happened to look up and the bumper sticker read, follow Jesus. And at that moment, I knew I was on the right path. I was going the right way. Even while feeling fear, I knew Jesus was with me. So I rode up to Target, you know, because your girl loved Target. I went there to go pick up a new body oil, you know, take my time. To, I, one thing about me, I don't care if I'm late. I'm going to moisturize my whole body. I just can't rush that. I, I won't. Okay. <laughs> so I went to Target to grab a new body oil and a face, a facial mask that I was going to intentionally do while I was at the hotel. As I went to go grab the face mask, there was an index card that read, smile more. And it stopped me in my tracks. And at that moment, I allowed myself to smile. Even through my mask, I smiled. I flexed my muscles. I knew this was nobody but God leaving me love notes, little reminders. And I'm sure whoever else paid attention to that note received exactly what they needed in that moment because I know I sure did. So, you know, once inside the hotel, I told myself I would watch a movie, something I have to literally plan to do because I will listen to music or a podcast quicker and more frequent than I will a movie. There has to be like time plan for it. So there was this movie I had previously saw on Netflix, but because I had already saw it before, I wasn't too thrilled to see it again. But I also wanted to watch it again. Have you ever been there? Like you really don't want to, but you do it anyway? Yeah, well, that was me in this movie. And the movie was Jumping the Broom. I wanted to watch this movie, but I also knew certain parts of this movie had struck the chord with me before, so I was hesitant. But I rewatched it anyway. And y'all, <laughs> let me tell you, within the first 20 minutes of the movie, I had to pause the movie and look up to God and be like, oh, this is why you wanted me to watch this. You see, my flesh was irritated, y'all. My flesh was so irritated because my flesh knew my spirit needed to watch it. 
and my flesh also knew that my spirit was willing in spite of my irritation. Because, you know, like I said, I had been telling myself, not my will, but let your will be done. So my my spirit was going to win, even in spite of my flesh being irritated. You see, God needed me to watch it because he was reaffirming what I already felt in my spirit, but tried to dismiss it. And like I said before, I don't believe in coincidences. Everything happens for a reason. God is intentional. So in that moment, I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) I took a deep breath and I said, all right, God, I hear you. I receive it. I don't want to, but I'm willing. I'm willing because it's for my good. I know it's to make me better. It's to help heal me and ultimately is bigger than me. So here I am. Let your will be done and help me to be obedient even when I don't want to. So here we are, good people. Here we are on my celibacy walk of not wanting to, but willing. Because God says so. And whatever he says, I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be. And ultimately, I'm trying to share and help others on their walk. You see, like I said, God has been transforming and renewing everything that I thought I once liked and why I liked it. He said to me, you thought you like it deep, (laughs) but I'm going to tell you and show you why you need it deep. So come on, come out to the deep with me because he has plans to prosper you, not harm you while you're in the deep, you know? So trust him, even if you feel naked. Even if it feels raw, trust them. If anybody got you, God got you. God got me. Sometimes you got to say it for yourself. Sometimes you got to say it so loud so the devil knows who got you. So check me out (laughs) and stay tuned for every last Wednesday of each month for this special segment, Golden Girl After Dark. (laughs) But we in the light with it, though, okay? The new and improved Golden Girl. (laughs) You see, I grew up listening to Golden Girl on Power 99 FM after hours. Most times, because I was banned from watching TV due to my constant reports of talking too much in school. And other times, because I really loved and enjoyed the slow jam she played that night i love 90b i mean 90b <laughs> 90s r&b and love okay like i love it um and she played a lot of 90s r&b you know your silk you know your black street you know all that even though i knew i had no business listening to it for real for real y'all but look at god <laughs> he turned it around and said You like to get busy, huh? (laughs) Well, let's tell and show people why this is my business too, starting with you. I said, what? Many of us like getting busy. We tend to get busy in the dark. We like to hide it. But God is saying no more darkness. It's time to shine his light on it. He created it anyway. It's time to bring goodness back to it. 
And who else to bring goodness to it besides me, your host of Good Food, Good People Podcast, who loves to bring goodness and nourish you with good things only. (sighs) So here I am, allowing you into my ever-evolving celibacy walk. And when I say I'm walking, I'm walking it, okay? (laughs) Your girl do get tired and frustrated, (laughs) but it's all a part of the walk. At least that's what I'm learning and accepting. All I know is that I know nothing at all, but I most certainly know that this walk right here, this walk right here, is not in vain. And I want to let you all know, if you're considering or feeling that nudge to to become celibate as well, it won't be in vain. If God is calling you towards it, answer the call. It's good for you. It's for your good. Whatever, whatever God is calling you towards, answer it. And remember, it's for your good. I had to repeat that one more time so it really sits with you. I have this quote that reads, Our Father is preparing us to meet the deep inner needs of others by bringing us through the dark places first. And that (laughs) he is most certainly doing with me in my celibacy walk. So, good people, welcome to my journey. I hope you pick up some nuts, I mean some gems along the way. (laughs) Be good, good people. Be well and be a blessing. Remain intentional and always, always seek God. So see you next time on the blank, blank segment of Good Food, Good People Podcast. (laughs) And no worries, we will fill in the blanks later. See y'all. Tell me your thoughts and let me know what you're currently answering to. You know, let me know.